What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is the number one Sopranos podcast in our hearts. Our hearts, right? I think so. At least ours. Maybe yeah. 14 listeners. 14 is generous. I would like to think that anybody listening to this podcast is not listening to another Sopranos podcast. Maybe the one with um, Bobby and, and Christopher. Actually, that's one that probably should be listening to. Yeah, that seems like it could be a cool one to listen to. That could be a good companion piece. But if you're watching another, like, watch-along podcast that's yeah. doing this, man, you just, you've you got to find something better to do with your time, man. got to do something with your life. You it's, know? it's too much. It's too much Sopranos. So we need to talk about a serious subject off, okay. the, off, the, off the top here. Okay. You know, internet has been... Big there's for been a while circulations. Now. There's been it's big. It's been a big thing for a while. A lot of people are doing it. Mm-hmm. They're going online. People have been saying the web. They're saying it's the big deal. Mm-hmm. All the kids. The next thing. It's the next big thing. And we've been, you know, this whole Epstein thing has been blowing up. We've been that that Maxwell chick's been been arrested, and we're seeing all these photos with her and Trump and her and Clinton and her and everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, some f- photos have surfaced of another figure with another public figure. Oh, a figure no. close to us and uh, and another public figure. Is it Big we Pussy? Have... No, it's not Big Pussy. Okay. It's our own James Gandolfini. Oh, the no. The late James Gandolfini, seen with the one and only SpongeBob SquarePants. Ah, oh, you almost had me. You almost I had know. me. Now, did you see... Was it the one where he's wearing the beret from the second episode? Or is it the one where he's he's clearly getting a little bit to the end of things because he's real big? I've been seeing a lot of them. There's a, I, I, a weird I, amount of photos of Gandolfini a, and SpongeBob. And it's, and it's definitely on different occasions. Oh, yeah. It's like it's, it's several <laughs> years of the Teen Choice Awards on yes. Nickelodeon or whatever that Which, he is there. Why? I don't know. I should have done this before the podcast. I want to know why. Why is James Gandolfini? Why did James Gandolfini die? Is the first <laughs> one I got. I'm gonna write SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I, I think a lot. I I I gotta find. I want to know who's inviting him every year to the Teen Choice Awards. How does that? How does the Sopranos relate to that? And then second off, I know for a fact that he was not a big fan of the late night shows. So it yeah. seems a weird thing for him to be into going to the Nickelodeon Awards. You know what? It might have been a kid thing. Like his kids love SpongeBob yeah, and um, Nickelodeon. So, oh, be. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I, I so I got James Gandolfini saying Michael never watched The Sopranos before he was cast in the prequel, which I could see that actually. You know, it's it might be too close. Yeah. And um, how old is he? how old is he? Mm, it looks like he's twenties. Twenties. The kid. Yeah. Does, so yeah. he wasn't quite old enough yet to watch it, probably then. All right, uh, it might be a kid thing. I'm looking at all these photos. Yeah, it looks like he's with his kid, honestly, okay. a lot of these. Okay. So, might be a kid deal. Might have brought his, like, kid to go see the SpongeBob. There is one, though, where it looks like they caught him and, uh, 
It looks like the prop paparazzi caught him and SpongeBob <laughs> coming out of the club at like four in that, the morning, though. That might be my favorite one—the one with him in the yellow shirt and the yeah, hat, and he's yeah. grabbing his nose. <laughs> <laughs> he just, you know, uh, Tony Soprano and SpongeBob are just real tight. They've got a lot in common. They do, you know. Uh, they're the they're the kings of the sea. They're the kings or, of the sea. It's Stugatz yeah. too, and SpongeBob mm-hmm. right underneath. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Headed to Bikini Bottom. There's a, a Sesame Street photo with James Gandolfini in a bed holding a teddy bear. Hell yeah. What's, why We need more James Gandolfinis. More <laughs> why James does everyone have to be fucking creeps? Why can't we get more know. of this? I don't know. Gandolfini is uh, Griffey li- List all the way. Griffey he List is definitely Gandolfini. Griffey List Gandolfini. <laughs> I'd be shocked. If, him be Spon- if he touched Spongebob maybe the wrong way. you know. Yeah, he touched him in the wrong orifice. Yeah, the wrong sponge hole. It it just seems like it's the complete. I don't know if it's just because he's the cl- complete opposite of his character. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the difference in. I mean, I think the difference in voice goes a long way too. Yeah, definitely, <clears throat> definitely. He's just seems so, like- especially now that we're near the end, and especially this season where he is just. It's like he's dealing with a whole gallon of saliva in his mouth at all times yeah it has a few marbles in there yeah maybe, so maybe some, some uh, peanut butter some extra pastrami because you know? he's got a piece of a gabagool stuck in his teeth yeah, gabagool, it's a yeah. big slice it's a really really big slice yeah he's getting to that point where he's kind of i don't know like yeah peanut butter in his mouth pretty much yeah and he uh <laughs> yeah it, Okay, I mean, I, I think we're good on jokes. Are you good on jokes? Do you have any more jokes before we get into the episode? Jokes. I'm not gonna make fun of a man who died. No, I'm not. Especially not a good man that died. It looks like it's it's him and his kid in a lot of these photos. Okay. Honestly, that, that had to be it. Because, like I said, he was not a fan of doing those like big production extra yeah. type things. So I found it real weird that he just kind of tended to end up at the Nickelodeon Choice Awards or whatever we mm-hmm. call those. The slime. I would awards, love though if slimos. he was nominated. If he was nominated for a Kids' Choice Award. <laughs> for, like, what? I have no clue. Uh, favorite kiss? Best kiss? Best or something? kiss. <laughs> best best blowjob from a stripper? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> uh, having sex with the most women in your show that are out of your league? Can also throw that in there. Uh, you know what, though? I think James Gandolfini could probably pull a lot of women. Yeah, just for being James Gandolfini. Same thing with Tony Soprano. He's pulling yeah. a lot of women on just being Tony Soprano. But I would like to think uh, James Gandolfini is a committed husband. You know that would not do that. Yeah, he's not trifling outside the marriage or anything like that. I would imagine, right? Right. Um, I mean, Jesus, he takes his kid to SpongeBob every year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> took. Okay. Well, yeah, he took. Rest in peace. Rip. Alright, so we're talking about season six. Yep, what episodes? Episodes. Um I'm sorry. Season <laughs> six, episodes eleven and twelve. He's killing it. And yeah, these I don't know, this this season feels like it was definitely expanded. Mm-hmm. You know, it they does. felt like, yeah, it was uh we're we need we're we had something, but we're going to expand this and do one more season. 
Because, yeah. yeah, it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel like a whole season, I would say. No, I, I, I agree. Not only that, um, the finale, like, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that, like, David Chase has ever set us up for exciting finales or anything, but as far as Sopranos finales go, this one was pretty uneventful for the most part. Yeah, um, and Sepawal does kind of go into that, like, saying it, it kind of has all the things a Sopranos finale has, like the mm-hmm. ends with the Sopranos family together, mm-hmm. right? It has all that, but it feels more like a filler episode. I, I I think the best way I saw it described is it wasn't really intended to be a finale per se, but more like right. a, like a comma or a, a semicolon in the season, you right? Know, like a in a uh, a bridge to the to the final eight episodes. Which I mean, it absolutely takes. It absolutely does that. You know, sets us up with uh, Phil Phil's takeover being a little <laughs> being a little dicey mm-hmm. as he's he's taking heart attacks to the chest. Um, you know, I, I enjoy. It was fine. I think I think at the end of this season, and we'll get into the to the episodes here in a second, but like. The end of the season, I think there's really only like one major question that you need to ask yourself um, to evaluate the season as a whole, uh, and that's is did did Vito's death feel? Um, see, I have it written down. Let me make sure I say the right thing. Did Vito's death uh, hit home? Did it feel important? Did you feel sorry for him? I definitely felt bad for him because i think that's the most because that was a hate crime right when you kind of go down to it right? right that was maybe the more crime of hate mm-hmm. than that we've seen mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of murder but we've never seen a murder for being something black or or gay or like that yeah and that was some what it was so, so maybe it was a little bit more tragic for the reason say? yeah uh, and it's like what are you doing going back? What do you think's going to happen? Right. Exactly. Right. So if you feel that way, um, with the amount of time that they spent on, they spent way too much time. They did. They did. But if you can answer that question with, yes, I felt with all of these things with this flawed man before you get to any of the reasons why he was killed. And he's not a good person. No, that's like, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. He's he's not, uh, he's not Adriana. You know, no. like he's not a, 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 a innocent adjacent. He's he, he's, he's murdered many people. Yeah, he's we've seen on screen. He's a low level. He's a lower level Tony. Yeah, and a lot of times we feel Tony deserves what he got. In this instance, it did not feel uh, like no. Vito deserved what he got, and no. it felt like his character was tragic. Which means that the time that they spent on Vito was well worth it because you felt the tragicness at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, also, throughout the season. I think this is a big season of contrasts and that follows right along in this set, this first episode we're going to talk about with the contrast of uh, Vito taking action to change his life, whether it be forced or not. And Tony sort of slipping back into his old ways, the further we go into the season. And then it's a really good, just comparison shot of somebody who like Almost got out. Had the chance to get out. Mm-hmm. They were not going to pursue him once he was gone. Yeah, and Tony had no... He didn't care. Didn't he was care. Like, okay, he's gone. But the allure... He even told him, why did you come back? Exactly. Like the, Which is like, yeah. The allure of the life and the allure... Like, he was so disenchanted 
with working a real job and going to bed at midnight for f- mm-hmm. a week that like he thought that he that there was a chance he could buy his way back into something that he knew that that was not a, not an option. Right. It's it, like his Vito's story this season is a microcosm of Tony and everybody in the mob. My, Tony B. Tony yeah. B. All of them. Like if you like, no matter how far you get in the process, it is maybe not impossible, but damn near impossible to break away from this thing once you're in. Right. <clears throat> I mean, even Tony's dad, right? Like Tony's mm-hmm. dad wanted to get out. He had a avenue, but his wife beat him down, mm-hmm. and he never did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, who knows if he would have even gotten out? Who knows how that would have all worked? I mean, how many times has uh, you know several of them have talked about ways? Christopher, Christopher, with ways Hollywood to get stuff. out. Yeah, uh, what's his, the 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 guy that hung himself? Yeah, ways to get out, like opportunities, mm-hmm. real opportunities to get out. Or opportunities to separate yourself, even. Like, Tony told Chris three seasons ago that he was going to be his go-between. And, like, that's not started. No. At all. Like, he's he's his guy. Like, he's his, he's basically his little... His friend, or whatever. If if you watch What We Do in the Shadows, he's basically his familiar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, like, but apart from that, Tony has not reclu- rec- recused, recused himself from any... In fact... In, at the end of uh, episode 11, he just intentionally walks into something that they're like, you don't want to be in here right now. Right. Like, he's kind of throwing caution to the wind. And he's been doing, like, progressively doing that more and more throughout this season. And in this first episode, you get the call from Meadow that she's moving to New York. And I, I don't know if you know about the theory or rumor that Meadow was essentially his, like, guardian angel. Yeah, we talked about that in the first episode. I thought we had. I thought we had. Yeah. And, um, well, we're talking about the first uh, episode of the season. Yeah. So, and then as soon as she announces she's leaving and starts leaving, Tony starts making even more rash decisions. He uh-huh. starts being more aggressive towards people. He starts getting very jealous again of things that he shouldn't be as jealous of. And then at the same time, you know, he, you know, tells Phil. The thing that uh, thing about his coma. I mean, it, it it wraps up so so much. I don't want to get too deep into the second episode, but you know, her leaving I think is the catalyst because I think I think he actually loves Meadow, whereas in the second episode we get him complaining about AJ. So like uh-huh. he that's not the guiding guiding light that Meadow was. Well, <laughs> AJ was the double. Remember? Yes. That's the mirror of Tony. Yes. Is AJ. <clears throat> Who I, you know, I, I I, think the first time ever in the second episode, you're like, oh, maybe he might be okay. You know? See, I didn't think that at all, honestly. I just kind of, like, I think he's just, he's playing the part that he needs, that he wants to play right now. But, like, I feel like he'll get disinterested. I don't know, though, you know? I know that I she comes back. I know what kind of happens yeah i know so, she comes back does she like break up with him and that's why he kills tries to kill himself i think so i think that's the yeah i think that's the basic line. gist of it yeah yeah uh i did it you I get did a it. you get a botched uh suicide attempt of course because yes only even a little if, too much slack there buddy a little on too that <laughs> on that rope just falls you know? to the ground well it's in the pool 
Cool. Well, I'm excited. He does the does the double thing of let's put a bri- all right. We'll talk about it then because it's yeah. kind of you know fucked up way. It's a bit funny it's in a morbid like, way. It's fun. I'm excited to see that. Just, it just okay. yeah. It's like the worst way, man. <laughs> There's so many easier ways. It's like people that try to shoot themselves in the chest. It's like man, you could have done this so yeah. much more efficiently. There's a lot of other ways. You're to just do bleeding it. out now. You're just bleeding mm-hmm. out. Anyway, okay. Uh, speaking of AJ, he kind of gets us started off in this episode. The kids are the kids are acting up, sort of. You know, got fired uh, from Blockbuster. How Boy, do you get fired from Blockbuster? How bad must you just be at life to get fired from fucking Blockbuster, man? Stealing those. Car- no, they some places do give those cardboard cutouts away. They do at the end. Yeah, I remember I had like a Friday Night Lights one. Yeah, me and my friends <clears throat> stole a, a Robin Hood, a Russell Crowe Robin Hood one from opening yeah. night. Yeah. I think the statute of limitations of stealing a cardboard cutout's probably run out by now, right? I think you're fine. Yeah. I think it might be all right. It was right. over 10 years ago, so. Yeah, I think you're okay. Yeah, we, uh, and he's, he's just spoiled, rotten kid. You know, going to $1,000 on champagne. <laughs> I don't know. Is this, this has got to be like just a, I, I don't know. I, I guess this is an uh, upper class New Jersey, New York kind of thing, right? How do you mean? Well, I don't know. I guess people do do this. It just, the clothing they seem thing? real upper crust. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I think that amount is pretty upper crust, but I, I think there are definitely people that are spending some serious money every week at the club. Yeah. Uh, you know, minus Covey, obviously. Right. Right. Um, we get Meadow also saying she she's kind of doing the Carmella thing now, where she is sort of in denial about her own issues. You know, she says mm-hmm. she's moving mm-hmm. uh to California with Finn, and then Carmella's like, "Didn't you say you're having problems?" And she's like, "I never said that," even though she did say that two episodes ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have some issues with. Do we get the AJ stuff with the car? That is in that's the second episode. No, that's, no, that's in this, this episode. Yeah, because yeah. Tony, Tony, basically, no, some of this stuff is in this episode that I thought was in the yeah, next. Is, so. Yeah. Um, so Tony tells he gets him a job at the construction site, right? Well, he first tells Melfi that he hates his kid. Right. He's just sick of him. And there's we could just kind of deal with this first, you know. Uh, yeah, it's almost like the same deal. It's the same deal over and over and over. It never changes. But I don't know why this felt a little different. With the whole construction job thing. It seemed like Tony was putting a little bit more muscle into it. Like he was acting different. Uh, which was a really good acting job with, with from Gandolfini. Where he's mm-hmm. kind of... He's acting real serious. He's acting real nice about it. You know, like, oh, don't worry. No, like every every excuse AJ throws at him, Tony's like, oh, no, that, well, that's fine. Because they did... It, it sounded very... It was... I don't know. It was very good. It was very calculated on Tony's part, more so than he's probably ever been with AJ, right? Uh, yeah, I think it wasn't just anger. It was I think like, he's just at his wits end with the kid. Yeah, like he tell he tells him like he doesn't like don't test him on any of this. Tells him he loves him, <clears throat> gets him a job, and uh, but he gets him a he gets him a job that is like the. It's basically the antithesis of what he feels AJ is. He gave him a uh-huh. real manly, masculine job because yeah. he thinks he's a little girly boy that. I don't think he's a girly boy, but he's definitely <clears throat> a fuck up. 
you know, I don't think he thinks he's like a girly boy, but he thinks he's definitely not, uh, not a man's man like his dad or him. I, okay, right. I, I think you're just arguing semantics there. I think that just yeah, I think the we're doing this. Well, girly boy kind of implies something else. Where I don't think he thinks that. I think he thinks he's just, just a fucking millennial ass bitch, right? Sure. Yeah. Um. You do see the Xbox Duke controller, that big ass dinner plate controller. They're playing Xbox. Oh, I didn't see that. I wasn't paying yeah. attention to the Xbox. I wasn't paying attention to the Xbox. Yeah. Oh, and then, the, so does he have, is it this episode, it is this episode where he finds, or Tony walks into AJ's room while he's in, in his underwear, laughing yeah. at the internet, having a time. Yeah. And having a good old time. Having a great, on a, great on time. AIM. On AIM, exactly, yeah. yeah. We've all been there, we all had our, our little dalliance with AIM. Right. Um, And then, of course, he do, he has the, the talk with Melfi, where he just admits he hates his fucking kid, man. Yeah, uh, it's almost getting to the point where Melfi is kind of done with this whole deal because just, Tony sure. just goes in there and pouts. I was reading ahead and like, so in the next episode, we get the first mention of sociopath in, in quite yeah. a while, like on the show. Okay. And apparently moving into the next few episodes, that gets pretty heavy handed. That okay. She comes to that determination and that's why she does eventually quit. Uh, she just releases him as a patient. She's, I mean, she's, she's... Basically, he's getting into this point where he started making progress last season, right? Like where he was starting to, to, and even at the beginning of this season, he's voicing some things that he had never said, you know, like every day is a gift and then, uh, you know, trying to do things better or even just realizing something like, why do I feel this way about this? I know that that's not right. He was making that progress for a little while and now... <clears throat> He's back to denying his father ever did anything. He's admitting that he hates his child. He's, uh, they're talking pretty frankly about how, uh, how much he wants, uh, want, like he doesn't actually care what any of the answers to the questions are. No. Like when he, when he brings up, uh, all the women that he tries to date and wants to be with, I think that's in the next episode. And he's like, what? They're all, they're all, I'm starting to realize they're all the same. Why is that? Yeah. And it's like, they, didn't they talk about that? seasons ago yeah but like that was melfi knows the answer to that question he knows the answer to that question and neither one of them want to broach it again because he doesn't like the answer to that question no and yeah like they've answered that question too they had they did and i will say like the second half of this first season or this last this season uh is very they do it in different ways but they are absolutely recycling stories yeah that's how i felt with this season uh you know i think the coma stuff was cool mm-hmm. i think the veto stuff was interesting mm-hmm. but everything else it was kind of recycled i mean right? chris this entire season is they're just picking stories that they've already told with him and yeah. i i mean how many times does he fall off the wagon this season three like multiple four? times yeah five and it's weird too because it's like yeah, I can't have cough medicine, but let's do fucking like meth, right? You know? What was that? We're getting, we're starting to get into the second episode, we are. but like that. I, let's just wait on that because there's that's really the biggest problem I have with that that episode. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, uh, you want to do Carm in France? Okay, I don't. The one maybe thing I don't like about the show. Maybe not that I don't like about the show, but I feel like doesn't really speak to me as much. Sure. Is there a sort of obsession with 
they're tr- uh, it's almost like this very um like France and high this high art or I don't know like it, like with Meadow it's so she goes through the the museum and gets enlightened and mm-hmm. Carmela she goes to France and sees the art and the culture and gets enlightened. Mm-hmm. Now reading through it I I kind of see what they're trying to say but I think they're a little hoity-toity with some of this stuff. Do, do you agree at all? I don't yeah. know if I'm making sense. I think the way it, it's a bit elitist, not elitist but um uh what's the better word? Um Oh man, it starts with an E. <laughs> uh, Entitled? No. Um, what do you call someone like who's very smart and intelligent and well read? Intelligent, intellectual. It's very intellectual. That's an I. Intellectual. But sure. I. That's very. <laughs> it's a very Sopranos thing to say, right? <laughs> it was a very. Hey, it's to start with an E. Uh, intellectual. It's intellectual. An I. And what's funny is, is I was actually making fun of it, putting an E at the front of intellectual. I was like right. intellectual. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I. I'm okay. Sorry. I think a oh. lot of the problems that I had with the French or the France stuff uh, were mitigated when I read some post-production yeah 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 so oh Edie falcon was or Edie falco. Edie falco i don't know i said falcon Edie falco had the flu during this shoot uh, so they ended up having to put a lot of her dialogue in post-production they had to redo okay. a lot of it so that's why there's a ton of like lingering shots yeah. of her just staring longingly at yeah stuff. okay yeah that makes sense because i was getting a little like what's the even what the what are we doing here who cares about a fucking statue yeah the, uh, the i i get it i get the, it. okay that's yeah. i understand that the uh i the actress that played rosalie apparently like could not hear her she was so oh, sick yeah. and they just they oh, were like no. we're just gonna do what we can in post i i did like her sort of realizations on things like the whole uh She's taking it in. She and what was the actual quote? She uh, says the city's so old. You think about all the people who have lived here, generations after generations, hundreds of years. Uh, it's so sad. I mean, it isn't sad. I don't know. It just makes you think. Uh, makes you see. I think that was a really good scene mm-hmm. where she's like kind of seeing. I don't know. She she's seeing the uh, little importance they really have in the world, mm-hmm. and that's sort of like a thing I think we all go through. Right? Is we kind of yeah. see. Yeah, and I think that's you go to a place like that that has been around for thousands and thousands of years, and it's the juxtaposition between that and Jersey, right? Where oh, everything is yeah. so, you know, dirty, grungy, and, and grungy, and not... they are the center of attention in Jersey, right? Whereas in France, they're just they're a little dot, exactly in this humongous history. It's like when she sits down and at that first restaurant, and she's like, "Jesus Christ, Ro, nobody knows us here. Can you believe it?" Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, I thought the little conversation with with uh, Rosalie at the end of uh, their trip was interesting. Uh, when she brings up the whole your your husband and your kid are dead thing. Yeah. Uh, and Rosalie kind of just is like, look, what am I going to do? The best I can do is light a candle and hope that they're together. Like, And I don't know that I disagree with her. You know, it's probably not yeah. the healthiest way to go about it, but like, what else can you really do? Uh, I know that Sepp Wall said, like, she's, like, the strongest-willed character in the show. Oh, yeah. She don't give a fuck what anybody no. else thinks. No. Uh, she, you know, she absolutely, no matter what Carmela was going to say to her, was going to dig down that 26-year-old French dude. That oh, was yeah. Happen. Of course. That was going to happen. Like, kind of look like uh, 
um goodwin and lost yeah he did not look like goodwin yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. you're kind of right there yeah uh and then we have another um dream epiphany yeah very tony-ish right yep very uh pussy is the is the rat yep 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 the adriana uh the i get was it a french policeman that tells him somebody yes. needs to tell your friend that she's dead yeah and, which uh, i really I, it, they kind of play it a little bit with comedy where she's starting to get really into f- getting a private detective and figuring oh, this yeah. out and tony goes to sill get back on that get that building going dude i yeah. can't we i, can't I know like this. we're we're watching it and i just turned to my wife and i was like damn carm drop the whole th- adriana thing damn yeah like he's wanna, he's taking it wanna... right up to the point of like, look, babe, you just I'm sorry, you can't know. Like, just know that you can't know. Just know that you cannot, can't know. Cannot turn that rock over. No, you're just, not gonna like what you see. No, you're not gonna enjoy what you find. You're not gonna like no. it. So just go back to your little house. It was so symbol symbolic of the Carmela to getting this gift of whatever the thing was that she wanted, and then just tossing the little important project to the side. She mm-hmm. throws that card. Okay, I, you know, as much as I was gonna kind of not really hate on the last episode, we keep diving into it, don't we? There's there's some important stuff. It's yeah. just, you know, and I think it's because we know that, you know, and I, I wonder how good the next few episodes are because I read that they're very good, mm-hmm. uh, and I remember, you know, and maybe this is this is college me remembering it. I, I remember it not being as eventful like of a finale but we'll see you know again i really like the first few episodes of this season with the coma stuff and I but too. It, it i think this is definitely the most tony has changed or reverted back yeah in, in a season right yeah for coming from where we started when he comes out of the coma to where we are now i would say he's made negative progress from the beginning of the show right you know uh-huh. We do have a lot of callbacks in this episode. We have the chopped up bodies at Satrielli's. We have AJ's nihilism phase brought up again. We have uh, Carmela and Rose's aborted trip to Italy. A few, you remember when Tony said you couldn't mm-hmm. go? Yep. Uh, we have, uh, they talked about Richie April's son. We talk about Tony's coma, the deaths of Jackie and Jackie Jr., uh, Adriana, and uh, the dream. Let me see here. Mm. Uh, we can talk about the the veto stuff here. Yeah, I think that's about There's, where we are. Yeah, unless I let me look at my notes here. He comes back and he's, I I don't get what you're trying to do, man. He gets some uh, corners Tony at the airport or wherever. I don't know where <laughs> mall, he was. I think mall. There's a lot of malls in this. They do a lot of Tony does some some secret meetings in malls. Yeah, because he I he guess, met with uh. Was it Richie there? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah, at the mall. And yeah, uh, Vito's brother's there. there. He looks just like Vito. (laughs) Very much like uh, Big Pussy's brother. Just looks like a slightly skinnier version of Big Pussy. Right. And pretty much says he wants back in somehow. I just, I think this is such a bad move, dude. I mean, he had 20 grand he was going to (laughs) pay. Was it 20? I think it was 20. He's trying to get back in. I think because the thing really... is, he he knows he knows that not only does he have to, and this might be a little bit of a character flaw or a writing flaw or whatever, but Vito absolutely knows that Tony's not the only one he has to answer to. Oh, definitely not. <clears throat> he knows Phil wants to kill him. 
for sure. Right. So and was he, he planning? Was he basically just planning to get in the good graces with Tony so that Tony would protect him? I think so. Maybe. Probably. That's what he's thinking, but I guess he doesn't know what's going on between him and Phil. This whole kind of fight, this whole like power struggle, you know? Yeah, because I guess by the time he had left, Johnny wasn't just in, like hadn't been in prison that long, so right. Phil hadn't like basically taken control completely away from Johnny. Yeah, he he just wants back in, and I mean, he uh. He gets to see he his kids tells again. his kids he's in the CIA, which, which they do. Uh, just okay. Uh, talk about can't escape the mob life. Uh, those kids do eventually find out that their dad was yeah. a gay, not only a mobster but a big gay one. A gobster. A gob. A gay mobster. Sir. Sir. Gobster. No, no, I, I, I got, I got what you're doing there, sir. Uh. I... <laughs> and yeah so it was kind of uh phil's wife that kind of egged him on mm-hmm. and i was kind of getting tired of her shit <laughs> <laughs> i did like the, a little tired of that i did like the insight into his like home life though you know yeah it was interesting yeah. just because like this is our new clearly gonna be our new big bad moving forward you know a little bit about him he's got a, a naggy ass wife yeah and she's very adamant about it. he's a sinner like come on lady i don't know and <laughs> i think it it it, it kind of laid it on thick in these two episodes the you whole, mean like it has been for like the past since Vito yeah. was found out to be gay it's very laid <laughs> on very thick and it's almost like no i know i know this is bad i know i get it i get it the whole time mm-hmm. it's like i don't know if this is supposed to be like a different time and place where maybe this wasn't talked about as much is okay so is Vito's wife Phil's sister or his wife's yes, sister? Yes, Phil's sister. Phil's, Phil's cousin. Sis- Phil's cousin. Phil's cousin. It wasn't even sister. Okay. Cousin, right? Okay. I guess that's, that's why what he said the weird line. Yeah, because he said a really weird line that uh, he loved them like a brother-in-law. That was the which... funniest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that is like, wait, so, what like, does that even all? mean? That was beautiful <laughs> writing. Like, yeah. whoever wrote that joke should have gotten a fucking prize just for <laughs> that joke. Emmy for that joke? Just amazing. Like, what does I that mean? even mean? Like, I you know you like that that actor went through like 10 takes of saying I loved him like a brother-in-law. That shit yeah. is funny dude that's hilarious that's very funny it's like yeah i, I love them like an acquaintance right i loved him like a guy i met yesterday yeah that's store. not even a thing uh <laughs> i mean so funny the guy is a good like he's in a lot of shit and he's he died recently the actor guy plays but he's Phil? like he's he's in goodfellas he was yeah. in uh he's like in anything you could think of with mob or i mean he was in a do the right thing is an angry Italian. No shit. <laughs> They're all angry Italians in that right. movie. Mm-hmm. Right. I do. I have enjoyed speaking of angry Italians. I have enjoyed the sill. I must take action on this gif every time a Columbus statue yeah. goes down. The last. Uh-huh, that's weeks. a good one. It's always yeah. fun. That's it's usually fun it's usually your boy Seppenwall that's on top it of is. that. That is always for a, me. Yeah. Yeah, and so that the murder is. It's again laid on thick. Phil literally Quite. comes out of a closet. <laughs> That's the, the biggest just on the nose symbolism I've yes. ever seen. Like, what if we have him come out of the closet? That'd be great. 
okay, and then like I kind of have to I kind of have to give it up to the mobsters here. Uh, you know, they're not intelligent people, but they're clever little fuckers, aren't they? Yeah. Like the the, the symbolism behind that is just chef's kiss. Yeah. Like it's good stuff. It was good. Dude, good they stuff. love stuff like that. Very bad stuff, but good stuff. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. As far as murders go and there. orchestrated murders go, well planned. Well planned. Yeah, I I, I definitely <laughs> think it's the most like we were talking about at the beginning of the, the episode. It's probably the most um hard one to watch. Yeah. Right. It kind of despite not, all despite all the things about Vito, it still makes his death feel tragic because he was yeah. killed for that reason. Right. He could have killed him for a lot of other reasons, and uh, if Tony had gotten to him, because Tony kind of came to the conclusion we got to get rid of him, and mm-hmm. it was almost the Tony B thing where it's like, well, it was almost Everybody exactly else. that. We yeah. got to make sure Phil doesn't get him first because Phil's going to torture him. That was why he had to kill Tony B is because of Phil, and it's the same deal. But he didn't get to Vito in time. Right. Vito got to him, or no, and Phil got to Vito and had right. to torture him. Yeah, and it's also uh, just similar in the fact that other people wanted him within the family, like within the yeah. New Jersey family, wanted it to happen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, he says it when they're cleaning the tit of that stripper on the outside. Like he brought it on himself. He he came back. He yeah. should not have come back. Right. And like that's a really convenient excuse for somebody who orchestrated the murder or was orchestrating a murder of somebody. It's a really convenient excuse to use, but it's also sort of true. Like that's what was going to happen. Didn't matter. Didn't matter if Tony Soprano or uh, Johnny Boy or Junior Soprano or whoever was going to be in charge. That's how it was going to go down. I don't know if Phil was in. The, if Phil was in the picture, I don't know if he would have killed him. But maybe I'm wrong. I think, well, I mean, they came to the conclusion without Phil that, like, everybody else, like, even Syl and Polly were like, yeah, we kind of got to make it happen. Yeah. We kind of have to have, we kind of have to do this. Like, we get it, yeah. and, like, he should have just been fucking quiet, or he should have not come back. And that yeah. was their whole stance on it. Yeah. So, it, I think it would have eventually devolved into, I mean, they say it, like, we were going to get, we were going to kill him, so... The biggest problem, the biggest problem they had with it was that he was a capo. Yeah, <laughs> which it's always funny when they take offense to some of those things like that. Like we were gonna kill him anyway, but like that's our guy to kill. You can't kill him. Yeah, yeah. It's you know you can't say that to my brother. You can't say that to my friend. I can always right. say that. You know, right? Yeah. My dad can yeah. beat up your dad, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, we do have some roadhead. Tony gets roadhead. I'm just looking through my notes now. Uh, he does. So, okay, yeah, we get... Also, we kind of get the start of what might be a war. Because then that mm-hmm. fat dude comes in. He starts, starts you know, saying shit to Syl and Carlo. And they kill him which they would they were they had already decided that we we got to hit somebody back for yeah the whole veto deal and then it just accelerated real fast yes and this is where tony knowing that he should not go in there how many times have we seen tony avoid a situation or tell somebody he doesn't want to know something for the pure fact that it implicates him just knowing it yeah I mean, how many times have we seen that? And this time he just pushes past them when they're clearly telling him, like, you don't want to come in here, pal. Making mistakes, slipping up. Yeah, he's throwing caution to the wind. His guardian angel is gone. His reason for staying out of prison is gone. The reason why he's 
you know, trying to stay alive is gone. And now he's just kind of doing whatever his heart desires. And at that point in time, it was to go see a fucking fat murdered New York mobster. Right. One other funny moment is when they're talking about the funeral arrangements and it's Vito and, uh, no, it's Vito's wife and Phil and then the bodybuilder stuff comes on the TV. <laughs> Turn that off. I thought that was a funny... Uh... My wife had the hot sports opinion that she thinks Phil's gay. I read that in the Sephawal thing. Really? I read that, yeah, because the whole company out of the closet deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that could be it. Maybe. See, because I don't know, like, because you know the whole idea that... And I don't think this is completely true, but it could... The whole idea that if you're really upset or hateful towards you know gay people or, or something you hate that means you're you're that mm-hmm. and i don't think that's true a lot but i think definitely in uh tv and mo- entertainment they do that a lot mm-hmm. and uh um, there's definitely some politicians that have uh railed 100 percent uh railed against politicians. certain certain yeah. uh, sexual orientations and it turns that out have, they had yeah. that too <laughs> uh yeah i i'm not i i uh, yeah, uh, that does happen a lot, and I think Phil was definitely the most upset. So, but I think they're all. But I, I think Polly also too. is, yeah. But I think a lot of those guys are from a part of time and a part of the world where that stuff was. They weren't as open to any of that at all, and mm-hmm. so I think just in general, they're going to be more. They're not. At, they're not at all open to that at all they're more bigot bigoted towards that in in general so i don't know if that law follows every single one of them yeah but i think i think there are allusions to phil maybe that it could be that way yeah it's never explicit i'm sure it's never explicitly no not at all i mean it's it's an interesting your your wife is your wife is uh she's she's on the right track she's on the the second wall mindset mindset. yeah he does bring that up in the book okay Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna tell her that Seppenwall had her uh, had her called right. So yeah, I mean, when you're literally coming out of a closet to kill a gay it's guy, a, I will say little... she he, she said it before he came out of the closet. Oh really? I will say okay. that it took okay. a, it to, until after the closet because when he came out of the closet was when she was like, "See, yeah, see, no, she might have a point there. She may be onto something. She may be yeah. onto something." Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it ever gets brought up though. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think that that pretty much wraps up that episode for me. Do you have anything yeah. else on that one? Nah, let's go over to the next one that we've already talked about, like yeah. half of it. We could we could kind of let's we hit could talk about the Christopher stuff. Okay, so uh, just in general, this is a finale sort of. It's not like a normal finale anyway. There were some there was some good stuff that pushes the plot forward, but I think. Um, I like seeing AJ act like a decent human being for once, honestly. He's getting things, the kid. D- getting things done in his own way, you know? Yeah. Like doing it the AJ way. Yes. Doing it the uh, AJ way. I like the line, and this is uh, so Sepawal, he'll put like a quote. He'll start the, he'll, for each chapter, I guess, he'll do the name of the episode, and then he'll do like his own name for the mm-hmm. episode, and then he'll do a quote. And I really like the quote, Tony, because he's, he, Tony, you know, asked, "Hey, where'd you buy that necklace for her?" And he go, and he, and he's like, "You know, I, I have a guy." And then he's, and AJ goes, "Well, I got a job. It's like I'll buy my own shit for the, my girlfriend, Dad. You don't have to." Thought that was a good line. That's good. Yeah, well, I found a yeah. job. So he's now working. He gets smitten by this uh, 
what is she um what is, what what is go the ahead go ahead nationality that she is i'll let you say it she's i call her non uh non carla uh, non carla yes <laughs> non carla with the kid okay again wife definitely was like say carla I'm like no, no it's babe, not racist it's non carla it's non carla actually non carla and is the this kid. the same chick that had uh finn enamored as well is this the same girl because it's the same site i believe it is it looks like I the don't same site think so i don't think it doesn't so. really matter if it is or not yeah it doesn't but interesting. Uh, no, she's uh, she's quite fetching with her three year old. She is, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she's she, a handsome looking kid too. It's a yeah, it's a nice little unit they got there. Yeah, yeah. And man, oh man, did they go at it after he he quieted those kids down? I like that he. You think he's gonna go beat them up or try to? He just gets his butt. I know. Like, we hey. were, I was like <laughs> AJ about to go down here and get his ass kicked, and that girl's yeah. not gonna have sex with him or anything. And then sure enough, gives him hey. that nice bike. <laughs> And just they go just, away. Just uh, that's kind of smart. It was genius. It was yeah. like I said, he's getting done in the AJ he's, way. He is. It's his own little way he can get things done. Yeah. Uh, I know this is gonna end poorly though because I've seen the rest of this show. Exactly. Exactly. Uh huh. He does. He does kind of. It, it leaves it open ended for him, but it seems like he's going down the right path when it when the show ends. I yeah. think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, given the way they they've been doing things recently, I'm surprised we ever even get another mention of this girl. Yeah, With the limited amount of time we have left, but you know, uh-huh. so that's cool. Uh, oh, I also have a question too. Okay, about a lot of these side characters, because like uh, Uncle Junior, we see him pop up either last episode or this episode for a second, mm-hmm. and like Melfi is the main uh, main cast member. That must be an awesome job where you're credited as the main cast member and appear maybe in like two episodes of a right. season like you're doing uh like melfi especially because she's been riding that way for a long time where she's yeah she's appearing in every episode for the most part but for like two or three minutes at a time yeah yeah she hasn't been that important for like three or four really like now melfi is kind of like our in like the 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 audience's insight and also it's like the audience's insight into tony's mind so especially right. especially now, like we're we're watching these sessions kind of grow darker and darker and darker and darker, and she's starting to come to some conclusions. But you're you're totally right. Like a lot of these side characters are kind of simple, I guess. Would be uh, one way to put you it. You kind of need them, but you know, it's it's just funny that a lot of these are actors that are credited as a uh, main like line full main line cast members. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and you know, they're, the, the show's pretty interesting the way that they use their side, they use their side characters the way like Grand Theft Auto uses their side characters. Like they make it into a full robust thing rather than just like, yeah, cat number two or whatever, you know, or even like, yeah, I mean, even, um, uh, oh my God. Um, Artie, it's like in one episode this season. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and uh, he gets in. Not only is he only in like one episode, but he gets the whole thing basically dedicated to, to himself. himself. Yeah, and it was pretty it's shitty. Little, little stories. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, awesome. Okay. Side quest, and and we've talked about it before. Like we, I, I have enjoyed a lot of the side quest episodes. We haven't had like a Pine Barrens or anything like that recently, but um, I've always liked them. Now this season, it's it's been a little different, but we realize that we're building towards something right now. 
the big thing, I guess, that starts off the episode, though, is Carlo kicking uh, Fat Dom and Dom's head down the garbage drain in Connecticut. And Benny blowing up Phil's gambling hall as Phil's walking yeah, in. So it's now been sort of this series of sort of like shots between the shots across the bow between Phil right. and Tony. They have a sit down with uh, little Carmine who fucks shit up when he mentions the brother. Man, little Carmine. Bad decision there, coach. Really funny, Tony. Like, why? Jesus Christ, Carmine. Like, why would you mention that? Mm-hmm. He, we were, it was done. We had figured it all out. And then you just, like, you added an addendum on there. Like, it's almost like you did it on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's yeah, a he's fuck He's not up. very smart. He's not very smart. Uh, we get the Jamba Juice yep. brought up again. The and the Jamba Juice. Juice lady, who is now having an affair with Chris. Okay. Do you want to just get into that? <laughs> yeah. You want to get okay. into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, first of all, that's the most random fucking pairing of characters I've ever seen. Uh, mm-hmm. to shoehorn in a storyline that we've already seen with a much less important character just Gloria. To ha- uh no I'll, it's, I'll, all, it's similar to gloria thing, similar to gloria but it's even and more it's similar. also similar to adriana like the whole tony having an affair with adriana it's also similar to uh tony and the russian girl with the politician yeah. like it's it's actually exactly that um like we've fucking seen this dude and not only that but we've seen chris fall off the band the bandwagon fall off the wagon several times this season honestly he spent more time off the wagon this season than he has on the wagon yeah so like why don't we just have a full season of that instead of talking about it every five minutes about how he's trying to stay pure he's going to aa meetings it took like three meetings i guess we're to believe that him and this girl have been seeing each other for a while now I guess I don't really know. Um, I'm just kind of over the whole, <laughs> the whole drug thing. Like we've just done it too many times. I I think, I think, to defend it, I sure. I, I I agree with you though. I agree with you, but I, I think uh, maybe to defend it, I think it shows you that drug addiction is a a bitch, mm-hmm. and it sucks you in even when you don't want it to. It's and also it's similar to like. Oh, I'll have a salad for lunch today. But later tonight, I'm going to go to fucking McDonald's and get a Big Mac. Or I'm going to go to, you know, get this bit, you know, I'm going to eat like shit tonight. But today I'm going to have just a salad. Right. You know, it's that idea, you know, with the whole like, she can't have a certain cough medicine. Can't have Mm -hmm. this cough medicine, but let's just fucking do meth in the car. Well, and they like, she mentioned this tea stuff and they like completely skipped the tea and like went directly to... Smoking meth. I I wonder if that's that's just addiction. I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it. And like I like I'm the how the plot worked out is fine. I don't have a problem with like that. And I get like drugs are a huge deal and everything. And it's really difficult. Any addiction is t- is difficult to get over. It's just, dude, we've done this. We've do- not yes, only done it this season. We did it the season prior and the season prior to that. We've done it since prior. season one with Chris. season one with Chris. So like. It's just they've beaten this horse completely dead. Yeah. It's so dead. It's the dead. It's deader than Piomai. Oh that's how dead this well, he, horse he is. He might be. He might be dead pretty soon. So. Yeah, and like that's all. That's what we're building towards. You know, like, and I get it. I get it. And it's. 
they could have just told some different stories along the way. Chris is an yeah. interesting character. Imperioli is an interesting actor. Uh, now that it was a good thing, they quit making, quit allowing him to write episodes. But mm-hmm. uh, other than that, like it's just real repetitive. And like I said, it just was a random, random pairing between these two. It was it definitely was. I think they wanted to keep the and <clears throat> you know all these th- kind of characters like her and Gloria are the same. They're mm-hmm. all have these horrible issues and demons and they're they're extremely pliable as far as like their worst tendencies go mm-hmm. and then these mobsters bring out their worst tendencies like when yep. she's talking to her aa uh sponsor and she tells her like everything yeah she ronas up that salad bar oh yeah she rony that up bad man so bad uh but like uh she tells like her sponsor uh, let's see if i have the line here um, I'm trying to look. Yeah, pretty much she says like, "What what the fuck are you doing?" You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like what? Why are you, all these? It, he's in the mob. He's doing drugs. He's he's a. Why are you doing this? It's it's the bosses. You know, you just fucked his boss. Yeah, it's it's a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, I just a lot of similar ground. Yeah, it. I don't. I mean, I guess I don't have like a huge problem with it or anything. Like, it doesn't make me hate the episode or hate the show or anything. It's just repetitive. It's the same. No, definitely. It, it's kind of the same complaint that we've had for the past season or so. Of we're, I'm just seeing some of the same stuff again. And I mean, I was. It's reading, almost like the show kind of wants to end. Yeah, you know? and I was reading a review that was <clears throat> talking about ratings and stuff at the end, and by the time this one hit, the ratings were... I mean, they were down. It's not like they were, you know, garbage or anything, but the the sentiment of the show, of critics of the show anyway, was that they kind of been stringing the, <clears throat> stringing the audience along some in this season, and it's telling stories that we've already seen before, and... I mean i think that's being bared out i don't think it means it's terrible tv or anything it just kind of is what it is i guess i mean would yeah, i have there's loved a point where have... it needs to sorry go ahead i mean would i have loved to have seen some new fresh things that were unique and different sure um but i mean this is what happens when you extend things out you know yeah. it's like that thing you sent me on lost the other day once it got extended out was when it got really convoluted yeah and, you know, I think that's been a thing with the show, though, since the beginning, is I think they have treaded a lot of ground mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know. Well, think about and this episode. Lot... It's like an entire month and 54 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Starts with Thanksgiving, ends with Christmas. Yeah. And we don't definitely. even see Thanksgiving. Honestly, no. this whole episode kind of plays out like a memory from time. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember the big events. You remember when this lady tried to kill herself, when... Uh, Tony got your spec house reapproved when Phil had a heart attack, but you don't remember like all the little tiny stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. We, he did have a heart attack and then Tony comes in and says, Hey, let's just put this all behind us kind of deal. And he seems pretty moved. Yeah. That little, we'll see. that little crony though, didn't seem very moved. Did he? No, he didn't. He's... He didn't. I kind of wonder what the dichotomy is of that. Cause I'm assuming that dude is like Tony or like Phil's Chris, right? Like his yeah. right hand man. So were they able to just mouth off like that to a boss and get away with it? I think they feel like, cause they're from New York. They they're feel better. higher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. But Definitely. like just hierarchy in general. Yeah. 
like I could imagine him getting away with it when Tony's not there. But like, say if Tony slapped the taste out of his mouth, is Tony in big trouble? Not in big trouble. But they're probably not super happy about that. They're probably kicking him out of the hospital. And they probably go ahead and sign off on on the hit right there, rather than deciding uh, that we just need to hit somebody from Tony's crew. Mm-hmm. Which they kind of decide before Phil has a heart attack. Yeah. Which I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think Tony's the reason why Phil had a heart attack. Uh, yeah. Probably. If a, if a building explodes in front of you and you think you might about might be about to go to war with a guy who's won a couple of wars already, I might have a heart attack. Yeah. My nerves there, might be a little. Has on there edge. been a war? There hasn't really been a war. Not like yet. a war, but he's won but some he's skirmishes. He's won a lot of. Bat, yes. Yeah, some he's battles. not. He he's, he's not lost any battles. He is a say. survivor. Yes, he's definitely a survivor. We've and talked they, about this. How he's and been very lucky. He's, and he's lucky. He tends, and they believe in that stuff, very much so. Mm-hmm. And he just tends to come out on top. Yeah. Phil's not even official boss. No, just a name. Kind of like Tony was at the beginning. Is Tony official boss? He is now. Yeah, he is now. When did that happen? I guess season before last. Yeah. I want to say towards the end of that that season the four junior is just because he was acting boss and then like junior was still kind of the boss to the fbi but tony was the real boss and now i think he's like the actual actual boss yeah but shit man so i they never really like said that it happened before officially. johnny became real boss okay i know that so it would have had to have been what season four then yeah into season four ish hmm. uh let's see then the Carm stuff we kind of already talked about gets the spec thing going back the spec house going and then she actually thanks him and is so excited for it just reinforcing the shittiness that is tony yeah. soprano funny though <laughs> very funny um i'm interested to see how it ends are you the show yeah 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 man i wonder uh, how it'll end probably with uh, a black screen would be i i bet it Ooh. fades to black before we uh get a final answer on something i bet they have a orangutan come up and explain every single secret of the show and it, then they all put their hands together and do a jump freeze frame and then we kind of get like everything that happened to them after and like a uh big uh and then kind of like then, the end of Harry Potter. And then Tony wakes up and he and it's uh it is a 10-year-old AJ Soprano who has cancer and he's also mentally challenged and he has a snow globe and he realizes the whole movie took place in the snow globe. Or the whole show did the whole time. It was in a mentally challenged kid's mind inside a snow globe. Wow. That's... Then the camera backs out, and you realize it was Earth the whole time. That's pretty deep, man. Yep. That's Way to go. Really, really deep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I liked the stripper Santas. That was fun. I was glad. Stripper Santas are always fun. Sil, I was very happy that Sil found the perfect hat for the girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't talk about it. I think we mentioned it at the top of the show, but I don't. I don't think we talked about it. That fucking hat. Yeah, the hat, the little beret hat. Now he said it was a gift. He did say it was a gift. I'm glad that it got it got. Uh, I'm glad it was a gift. I'm glad it That's was. That's probably gift. something 
That's probably something James Gandolfini would wear, though. It seems that way. Uh, one of the SpongeBob yeah. photos, he appears to be wearing a very similar hat. Yeah. Um, I could see James Gandolfini wearing that hat. And frankly, Tony Soprano needs to wear that hat for the next eight episodes. Just once that an hat. episode. Let's just slip yeah. that hat in. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not cut that back a little bit. Yeah. See, we're bringing it back. Bringing it back. Bringing it. Everything comes back to the. To, to the radio station. To, to Spongebob. To Spongebob and the, and the radio station. When will Spongebob make an appearance on the show? You think if it had gone one more season, he would have made an appearance? Are we sure he hasn't made an appearance? Ooh, who's the Spongebob? Who's the Spongebob? That's a great question. It's a great question. I'm not putting it past that it hasn't been on in the background at some point. I don't think it has. I don't know. Well, you're AJ, I think start. I think AJ was 98, 99. Oh, yeah. No, SpongeBob start. That's what Probably I mean. Probably around that time, yeah. Yeah, 98, 99, something like Has... that. Has SpongeBob ever had a love interest? <laughs> Sandy Cheeks, dude. Come on. Yeah. I know what show was on The Sopranos, Kirby Enthusiasm. Yes, yes. There was, there was actually several... Uh, in my notes, I didn't write any of it down. Nobody really cares. But there's a ton of like um, entertainment stuff that they stuck in the last four yeah, episodes. Yeah, they, they put a four-year-old virgin in there. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. scene. Who doesn't um, like that movie? It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not like amazing or anything, but it's good. I don't know if that's ever been the Soprano Spongebob. You're just going to get a lot of photos of Gandolfini with Spongebob. Probably now. I'm just going to look at those for the rest of the day. Okay, perfect, perfect. All right. Uh, Okay, so that's the end of season six. That is. We have one more season. Season season seven coming up. AKA season 6B. That's the last time we're going to refer to it as 6B. It will, for henceforth, be known as... Seven. Seven. Right. Prano season seven. All right. Well, we'll get to that uh, coming up after this podcast, so wait for it. <laughs> wait for it. With bated breath, I'm sure they're waiting. They're all waiting for it. Aren't they? All right, Travis. Well, as I look at all these pictures of Tony Soprano and uh, SpongeBob, or this one. <laughs> Hold on. Which no one can see on the podcast. But oh, oh, there he is. He's right out there in front he is. of us. He went to go get the newspaper at the end yeah, of SpongeBob's uh, drive. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Have a good week. We'll see you next time. Bye.